The grape nut Betsy Nash and sommelier Ali Rush recently joined wine enthusiasts worldwide in tasting the very first juice of the 2023 vintage. You're listening to The Grape Nut, and my guest is Allie Rush. We're here at the Wine Sneak, and she's teaching several of us everything there is to know about this remarkable wine, Beaujolais Nouveau. And that's the sound they're hearing all over France today on Beaujolais Nouveau Day. It is the celebration of the culmination of the harvest in France, and I wish I was there right now. Have you ever been there in Paris on this day? I have never been on the day of the Nouveau, the celebration, but I have seen lots of videos, and I have definitely done my part to celebrate with them in spirit. Now, how hard is it to get Beaujolais Nouveau here on the Central Coast? You know, it's been a little challenging the last few years. In fact, last year, we didn't even get it in time, which was a real bummer because it definitely is something that is very specific to this day, the third Thursday in November, which truly is when all the vineyards around France, but obviously mainly in the Nouveau region, celebrate with the very first wine of the vintage. So we have the very first wine around the world, the 2023 Beaujolais Nouveau. It's the Red Rosé. And this is on purpose that it is not aged. They used to have races to get it to Paris. Yes. In fact, it's a very big deal to to get it distributed around not only France, but obviously the world, which is why it has been so challenging in years past. But yes, it's air freighted. However, it can get there fast enough so that everybody can can celebrate one more year, one more harvest, one more natural phenomenon. Mother Nature is over and we get to taste for the first time the results of of the vintage. Love it. Well, I'm looking forward to it. So we're tasting the first of the 2023 vintage. I get that. Does it tell us anything having this Beaujolais Nouveau, this young, young wine? Does it tell us anything about the entire 2023 vintage? Absolutely. It tells us ripeness. It tells us acidity. It tells us everything that we would get out of any other wine, aside from, you know, wines that have oak on them and that have been manipulated a little bit more. This is a purest form. That's why I say it's the rosé of red wine. It's the purest form of the first grapes to be harvested. It's obviously made differently. It's made using the carbonic maceration method, which is why you get that bright bing pop, fresh fruit, cherry, Zaz, but it still it gives you a, an idea about the fruit, so the ripeness of the, of the warmth of the vintage, the climate of the vintage, um, as well as the acidity, which are two of the most important components to the structure of a wine. So it really, before it's been manipulated by the winemaker and the oak and all of the, or the concrete or whatever it's going to be in, this is it. So you're going to tell us what we're tasting for tonight, right? Absolutely. I'm going to taste it alongside you guys. I can't wait. I'm really looking forward to it. And we're going to compare it as well to last year's vintage of Beaujolais Nouveau. So we have a little clue there. Oh, this will be fun. So there was a producer, and they put theirs in plastic bottles. It became such a big party. They would chug it and shatter the glasses everywhere and stuff like that. So they decided to put them in, like, those big 750 Pellegrino bottles, and people couldn't break them. But truly, it's kind of sad if you think about it, because the region of Beaujolais is a beautiful serious wine producing region in France, as we've talked about many times. You know, they don't tell you what the grape is in the bottle. 
they tell you what the region is. Nobody realizes that Gamay is a very serious grape that should be taken seriously, that makes beautiful wines that can be aged. The way that they get Nouveau and the way that they make it to be this very first wine of the harvest is made in this method called carbonic maceration, which really is what makes the Nouveau Nouveau. Um, And a lot of people are now starting to use carbonic maceration because it creates this unmistakably recognizable, bright, fruity, bomb of a nose that is just fresh and beautiful. The color of this wine is absolutely beautiful. So carbonic maceration, what is it? The grapes are harvested, a little bit youthful, a little bit young, right? So that's why this wine has really bright, fresh acidity. Um, It's almost got a little snappiness to it on the palate. Grapes, they harvest them, they put them in a big vat, and then they seal the vat. So the air within the vat starts to heat up the grapes and it naturally starts to heat up and those grapes just burst. So they basically start to ferment from within and then they explode. So they get very little exposure to their skins, which means they get little exposure to any harshness or tannin because these wines are not sold at a very high price point. These wines are meant to be drunk literally by the gallon. In fact, a lot of places, as I'm sure you can attest to, um, they bottle them in large bottles. And sometimes they even use a champagne top to stop them because some of them are still actually fermenting a little bit. So the carbonic maceration really is a unique thing. And again, you, we're seeing a lot more people do it. But the main thing with the Nouveau is that it truly is celebrating the harvest It is the original wine made using this method, which was used because of its quickness to make. So all of France and in many other parts of the world, they celebrate this day. This wine is recognized universally, I would say, as the wine that you use to celebrate. There's nobody else that has a 2023 wine on the market right now. And the French just guzzled that yesterday and then it's done then they're like let's sell it to the dumb americans gamay is to me definitely another alternative to pinot noir i think it's a beautiful grape that has similar characteristics and when we get to you know this is like this is like your everyday drinking beautiful bright fresh fruity pinot noir Um, When we get to the Cru Beaujolais, it's a little bit more serious. It's going to have a little bit more tannin. It can age. But unfortunately, most people don't know that. They just think Beaujolais. Nouveau, it's that stuff that everybody drinks for Thanksgiving dinner. It can't be any good. By rule of thumb, this is not a wine that you want to throw in your cellar. This is a wine that you're going to want to drink within a calendar year. You're listening to The Grape Nut, and my guest is Allie Rush. We're here at the Wine Sneak And she's teaching several of us everything there is to know about this remarkable wine, Beaujolais Nouveau. It was delivered yesterday. And we were told very specifically to not touch it. It's taboo until today. In France, super duper bad luck. Unless you're the winemaker tasting it out of the barrel before it goes in the bottle, you do not drink it. This is the Morgon. The most important thing to them is what they put largest on the label. So it's not the producer. It's going to have a little bit more earthiness, a little bit more of a serious, well, quite a bit more of a serious wine. It's still, though, what I want everybody to smell on the nose is that unmistakable Gamay. That is the grape of Gamay. And you can see how Gamay can go from being nouveau and having this bright, 
really Bing cherry is the best way to describe it, but almost a candied characteristic. Like I said, that Jolly Rancher, watermelony, kind of crazy bubblegum kind of thing. It still kind of has that, but then it has all these underlying earthiness to it. So the Beaujolais region being further south, quite a bit further south, the Gamay actually has a chance to get ripe. When you're drinking a more youthful Gamay or Beaujolais, you can actually really, you can enjoy it quite younger than you could a really nice burgundy. And the other thing that I love about Beaujolais is the price point is absolutely outstanding. So that's a huge selling point to me. After the class with Allie at the Wine Sneak, I ran into a friend who was sitting with a friend who I'm going to have now introduce himself. Hi, I, my name is Mike Susank, and I was actually in Paris on Beaujolais Day, 1992. So November 92, 31 years ago. Well, was it a bash like I hear it was? Well, I was a student, and at the time, my recollection of it was I was wandering home from classes, and at a much greater rate than normal, the streets were kind of filled with mostly young people with bottles in their hands, and there just seemed to be a lot of drinking, and I knew just enough about French history to know that this is not one of the big holidays. Yeah. And so I was, as an American, mystified by this, and I wandered into my normal kind of restaurant that was around the corner from where I was living, and and he said, well, maybe you'll see us at Beaujolais, or, and, you know, it's like, uh, and I'm like, ah, uh, what? He's like, well, it's the new Beaujolais, they opened the new Beaujolais, and I'm like, oh, well, there you go. Pour it up. Yeah, absolutely. So some. let's let's have some Beaujolais. <laughs> Well, it, I had no idea it was this big a deal. I knew that there was a race to Paris, and the whole idea was to get the Beaujolais Nouveau there as yep. soon as possible. All that kind of jazz. But I remember being in Paris when the Tour de France came through in 1974. That was a big deal. Mm-hmm. People lined up on the streets. Mm-hmm. They weren't all drinking. So I'm guessing, what, were you at Left Bank? Where, where were you hanging yeah, out? Yeah, this was. I, I lived uh, right in the 4th on the Left Bank. So it was definitely Boulevard Saint-Germain. Yes. Maubert Mutualité was the metro stop that I got off on. <laughs> so it was somewhere in the vicinity of that kind of left bank area wow. Wow. is where this was. And what were you studying? Uh, I was just doing a semester abroad. I was the, the person that we were sitting with tonight, uh, Steve and I were classmates at Claremont, Claremont McKenna. And oh he did goodness. a semester abroad in Athens. I did a semester abroad in Paris. A little history, a little language, a little poli-sci. I did take a wine class when I was down in Aix-en-Provence. Which because was why great. wouldn't you? Yes, yes. Uh, so it was great. Just basically expanding my, my very immature and uh, boxed-in <laughs> horizons. What did you end up doing besides drinking some wonderful wines? Yes, I ended up teaching, Catholic high school teacher. And uh, 28 years later... I'm now doing as little damage as I possibly can as an administrator. Yeah, yeah. mission mission college prep. Yes. Well, yes. Uh, but I want to go back I want to go back to what that celebration was like. Did you know at the time it was a big deal and have you remembered it ever since or just because we're here on Beaujolais Nouveau night in 2023 did it come back to you? Well, I didn't I haven't celebrated it with regularity, but I will I can absolutely say that one of the things I learned in my study abroad was that there is this wine release event. It's celebrated widely in France. It's it's all about Beaujolais. And I've I've never lost that knowledge. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, but I can't say that I have uh, uh, practiced that particular <laughs> faith regularly. Well, I remember hearing about it when I was first learning to drink wine. And, and the way Allie described it tonight was that, well, this is the very, very first taste any of us will get of the 2023 vintage. Mm-hmm. It unadulterated, nothing. Just bring out the juice and drink it. No oak, no no nothing. No brilliance of the winemaker. And just get to drink it as quickly as possible. And I knew part of that, but I didn't get the importance of the fact that this is the first taste of this vintage that for the most part we won't drink again until it's been released in a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in fact, uh, the person I lived with, the family I lived with who were lovely, um, he was kind of a stodgy older guy, and he says, well, you know, truthfully, it's it's kind of garbage wine. <laughs> of course, that would be the uh, the, the stodgy old uh, uh, opinion of it. But, you know, it's it's a moment. It's, it's yeah. like anything else. It's not just about the wine itself, but it's about who you're with and the moment in time. You know, we'll never drink the 2023... November 16th to 2023 will never happen again either. Yes. You know, so this moment gets captured, and that moment I had in, in 92 would never happen again. Even if we tried to duplicate it, we could. I mean, that's what wine is, yes. I think, great for. Well, and it's true, because as an agriculture product, it's different mm-hmm. every time, mm-hmm. every, as every day goes by. As are we. Oh. As are we. Thank you for this. Oh, it's, it's my pleasure. Fun. So that's everything about Beaujolais Nouveau, or most of it. We'll come back next year and do some more. My thanks to Ellie Rush from 15C, my sommelier expert, and for the wine sneak. And thanks also to Mike Susank, who I just happened to run into. For issues and ideas, this is Betsy Nash, the Grape Nut, in the best job in the world.